Heckin' Cool Dads, episode 12. We, <laughs> we didn't discuss who was going to do it, nope. so I had my lips puckered up like I was going to do it, and I went, and then you took it. So. You said I was going to have you do it, so I just did it. No, I meant I was going to have you push the record button. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> you jumped the gun on me. <laughs> I thought you meant you were going to have me uh, do the intro even though that was not an intro no that that was the most lackluster intro you know why it's because you don't want to talk about heckin cool dads anymore because we might be changing the name yeah we'll see we'll see about that uh so anybody listening to this which is like you know seven to nine people um we need some new names we're tired of people thinking that this is a podcast only for dads or parents and not just from dads so that's where we're at now. We need a new fucking name. What do you think about that, Colin? You can say it. You can tell us as many names as you want, but uh, I'm a picky guy. You are? Yeah. How the fuck did you let heckin' cool dad slide by? Hey, man, it was your it was your thing, and I was, <laughs> I was just, I, I'm, I'm along for the ride on this. But if people are going to start submitting ideas, just know that it's literally my job to say, no, that's not good. Do better. There's, so. there's a little flying bug in here. I think it's like a fruit fly. Oh, I see you see it? it? We don't have any fruit in here, so I don't know what, what that thing's doing here. What are you? Uh, what what did you bring us to drink? Colin? So uh, what I bought and brought last night <laughs> was uh, it's called uh, Deschutes, and it's uh, a Deschutes beer. Deschutes is from uh, Oregon, and uh, I just we were going to record this last night um, after my band practice, and I needed something really refreshing, and this literally says wildly refreshing <laughs> on the box. So I was like, that's it. And then we got here and some fucking grunge band was playing in the next room. There was like seven bands playing. It was crazy. It was too many bands. We, you know, I was pushing to do it. I was pushing to do it, but you, I, I'm glad that you. Once I, I finally told you, buckled like, under the pressure. How loud they yeah, were! It was, it was crazy. It was essentially a third member of the podcast, and I don't know them like that. Um, no. So this is what 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 is today? Tuesday. It's doing it. It is doing it. I wonder if you can hear that on the podcast. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have to check. I'm glad it's like happening a couple seconds in. So I think it's like this is the reality that we live in now is that there's always cellular cellular signals and Wi-Fi signals going in and out of everything. So, of course, that shit is going to happen. Yeah, I saw I saw a fucking article the other day. I think you posted it. It was like kids are growing horns or some shit. <laughs> Dude, when I saw the Text headline. Neck. Yeah. Text neck. Well, I, I didn't see when I saw it, I went. Holy shit, they're growing horns? Like, this is the tightest shit ever. It was a really misleading headline. It was. I started telling people about it before clicking into it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, look, it came from a very trusted source. <clears throat> and then I went in and read it. See, if you are not... Good, keep going. It, it was only like, it was like 11 seconds before I read it. I read it, I started telling people about it, and I was opening the article you posted. And so as I'm doing that, I'm recalling what I've told them. I'm like, by the way, it's not fucking horns up here. It's like bone spurs basically, and it's back here. And I've actually heard that before, though. I've heard that so many people are looking down that it's yeah. it's causing it's causing a lot of like just neck pain and stuff. Yeah. So this is the first physical, you know, attribute. Yeah, I've seen. and, and it's like because that's the thing. It's like we don't know. You know, everybody's speculated. Oh, cell phones cause cancer, or now we're you know getting some things like this. It's like. We're seeing the first generation that's growing up with these devices, so we're seeing in real time how it literally affects people. Yeah. But we have we have no idea, so it's just kind of like, oh yeah, keep putting devices in their hands. Cool. That's true. 
And that's, I mean, that's me. I don't know how that's long. Me it, too. I don't know how long it takes to fucking get those, but I'm gonna have those. You ever yeah. like you see those like old people that walk around and are super like hunchback, hunched over? I've always looked at that and been like, what? I don't know what causes that. I should Google that. And then as I'm googling it, I'm on a device, and it's it's probably gonna be that. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm probably using the device that's causing things like that to look up why that happens. You know, my dad, he, uh, you know, he's been he's been uh, on the forefront of the technology scene his whole career. He's been doing interface design since the early '80s, and uh, he has a bad back. And um, a couple of years ago, he went and saw uh, he got an MRI and he saw a doctor, and the guy was just like, uh, "Yeah, I mean, your MRI looks like you've been." crouched over a computer for the last 30 years yeah. and it's like well there it is a lot of our friends are going to be like that because they're all in the same type of profession or they're tattoo artists which tattoo artists yeah. have like the fucking worst backs yeah dave's always fucked up he's got sciatica my whole st- thing is, is like it's like i have a bad neck and and you know and all that but then i i mean you see how i sit in the chair right now i when i'm at my desk at work it's even worse i'm like one of those Super fucking slouch. neck beards that's all like you know slouched on it i'm actually it's not look, a good look honestly for me but i'm looking for a uh, a new chair like for my office because i have this piece of shit like plastic you know it looks fancy but it's literally a thin plastic chair it's like kind of a mid-century looking you know those ones that are like molded and designed and shit it's one of those it's a herman miller aaron no th- those are actually really nice chairs those are yeah. the ones that have like the mesh yeah. that's what i have at work yeah so i was looking at chairs the other day and I was like, I did the basic thing where I just, I went to Google and I typed in most comfortable computer chair. And I did shit like that. And I kept finding these chairs that are essentially leaned back, almost like recliners. And you're supposed to mount your monitors. Oh, like, yeah, dude. Yeah, the dude. fucking crazy. I would just shit. sleep all day. I don't know what I like, would Like, that do. would put me to sleep. That immediately made me think of uh, Grandma's Boy. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> That movie is so fucking underrated, dude. So that that dude, I'm glad you brought that up, man, because that is Grandma's boy. It, it slipped on like it slipped under the radar. Yeah. I don't think I knew about it until you know it came out in like '06 or something like that. And I don't mm-hmm. think I knew about it until I don't know '09 or 2010 or something like that for a few years. It's a sleeper. But Sierra told me about it. She's like, "You've never seen Grandma's boy?" And I was like, "No." She's like, "It's like a Happy Madison movie, like all the dudes from the Billy Madison." Or from the uh, uh, Adam Sandler movies. Yeah. I'm like, oh, cool. So, dude, watch that shit. Yeah. Laugh my ass off the whole time. And now it's like we bought it uh, like digitally. And it's like if we ever need something to watch, we just watch it. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I think we probably watch it maybe once every two months. <clears throat> I mean, Do it's you have just, a you have a favorite scene from that movie. I have one. That's why I ask. Uh, the dance dance revolution scene is fucking hilarious when he's like high score what's that mean did i win yeah did i, did do I break good? it did i break it <laughs> you know my favorite scene in that is when the nerdy guy jp or whatever he's got his cloaker or he's got a fucking trench coat and he's up against the wall and they say something he's like how did they see me how did they see me yeah that's my fucking favorite part of that movie <laughs> i mean see i uh I, i've always done that like just jokingly acted like a robot and, oh yeah, and sure. uh, my dad always did that growing up, and and so it would just become a funny thing, and it like drives CR crazy for some reason. And I just think it's like one of those things that just like it's like cringy, you know what I mean? And when other people do it, you hate it, but you do it. Yeah, and uh, every time I do it, she calls me JP. I mean, always. You get a lot of 
uh, movie name references thrown your way. <laughs> yeah, I I'm do. See, I'm seeing a trend here. Yeah, it's it's um, that scene though where he's in the uh, in this in his chair in his computer chair and it's yeah. like playing Apex Twin in the background, mm-hmm. and that dude like comes in. He's like, uh, "Can you turn it down?" And he's like, "Why? Are you afraid of it?" <laughs> He goes, no, I just don't like techno. <laughs> uh, no. So what have you been up to, Colin? Anything fun? I see you got some kind of weird bruise or rash or something on your You arm. know, it seems like a recurring segment we have is <laughs> is uh, scooter hijinks with Colin Simula. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I ate shit real hard <laughs> over the weekend. <laughs> which, uh, which brand were you on? I was on a Lime. They're the so, best ones, in my opinion. You think so? Yeah, because they're they're a little bit bigger and they're a little taller. And I'm a kind of tallish guy, so like it it's like really good for my height. I feel like such a dork no, talking about this I, shit. I man. have a preference. Mine's but bird. I, I also think that they're the most consistent as far as speed goes, and uh, they're also like they seem to be the most um, durable. Mm-hmm. You see some that are in like real bad shape that still run just fine. Like they just seem more like. Yeah, the, which is funny because when I look at them color wise, I look at the, the bird. Fuck. Dude, I look at the bird ones. I'm like, that's tough as fuck. Look at that. Look no, at that yeah, no. flat black. No, bitch. the the bird and the spin ones look nice. They yeah. look very Silicon well, Valley. But bird also makes like a more rugged version. Have you been on that? No. They make two different versions. One has like bigger wheels and shit. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. Now I gotta find one of those. Yeah. But anyway, so I was. Instead of Ubering to my friend's birthday party downtown, I decided to scooter because fuck it. And it's cheaper. How far is that? <laughs> like eight miles. Okay. Holy shit. So, and I will say this. I, prior to that, the longest I had gone on a, on a scooter was probably four and a half miles or, or whatever. Eight miles pushes the limit of how fun they are. Because after a while, it's just like your hands are getting numb because you're just going over so many little bumps. It's like after you mow the lawn, you know what I mean? Like after a while, it's just kind of like a drag. Maybe you're just gripping too hard. And <laughs> Honestly, maybe you're like holding that on could, for that dear could, life. That could, be, that could be true. But uh, after a while, it just kind of gets like, okay. But anyway, I'm down and I'm down in Victorian Village, which is an old neighborhood here in Columbus. And uh, I'm on the sidewalk and... I see some bumps coming up, like where like the like roots have fucked up the sidewalk, and I'm like, oh, I better zip into the street here real quick. So I go down the first driveway, and as I'm going down the driveway, I see that it's like loose gravel, and that thing just slides right out from <laughs> under me. And I rolled, I tumbled, rolled probably three or four times into the middle of Third Avenue, which is a fairly busy street. And I was just, I kind of dusted myself off, and you can't not laugh about it because it's so dorky. And Did this, see you? this, so this dude pulls up, rolls his window down, and like through uproarious laughter, asks me if I'm okay. And I'm like, that's exactly the response. At yeah. least he cares, but yeah, that was probably looked fucking stupid. Is that the only person that saw you? I'm. I, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> did you Did you like spring up real quick? Yeah, I got up. Well, I was in the middle of the street. Yeah, and I was just like, you know, got up, got the thing off on, onto the sidewalk really quick, and yeah. then I just. But got you back know up. how like when you're doing something and it's like, on some days you kind of feel embarrassed about it, like a scooter. You're riding a scooter. Some days that's embarrassing. Some days you're like, fuck it. If you fall on one, like I've I've fallen on one. I've never gotten up faster from, <laughs> from anything. <laughs> like I'm not even sure I hit it's the a fucking ground. sidewalk. Yeah, I'm not even sure I hit the ground. Like, I fucking... And I was up. And it was just... It was done. Nobody saw me. There's no way anybody saw me. 
other than the scooter. So uh, I got a, a, a second you, scooter. Yeah, you were, you but were later on. that night. I went. I took a scooter home, and I'm going <laughs> up the uh, Olentangy Trail, which is a nice little bike path we have here that goes through the woods along the river on campus. And this fucker died in the middle of the woods, and it's like <laughs> twelve fifteen. It's like, and it's like pitch black because it's like it's been raining for a week so all of the leaves where are just was like it at? where was like it? this was like on campus like uh ackerman road and okay. the trail so you're actually right that's like just far enough south to be sketchy too yeah and it was like just far enough from my house that it would have sucked to walk yeah so luckily there was another scooter like right around the corner that's the but fucking man beauty. what a what a what a night and i woke up the next morning and i'm just like Looking on my, I got a big bruise on my hip. Got this road rash on my elbow. I'm looking at the back of my ankle is all fucked up. I didn't even notice that until just sitting here. That's the beauty of not getting any younger. Short shorts too. Short shorts. Yeah, I'm never gonna learn. You can see right up my pants on YouTube. Three episodes in a row with the shorties. Although, had we recorded this last night, our YouTube viewers would have seen Summer Colin, which is. As soon as I walk in the door, it's tank top, guns out, baby. It's, <laughs> it's cut off t-shirts. I actually cut a t-shirt today, and it's been probably a year, right? So you st- it starts to get warm out. You start cutting them, right? Well, I'm going through them faster now, so I ran out of tank tops very quick, and I was like, oh, I'll just I'll just cut this shirt, dude. I fucked it up. I uh, fucked it up. I I hate when I do this. I cut it right up here. But I took it down just like way too so there's much. A little bit, Dude, of, little bit areola. There's a, there's absolutely <laughs> there's nipple on both sides at some point. So when I'm sitting, so it's here, like a racer back in the front. It is. It's a racer back in the front. So there's just like it was just like nip and nip. And I was like, well, this is a house shirt now. Like I don't. This is what you got to do. What I've learned to do. Template. I fucked them up a lot. Is find the one that you like the most and, and lay, lay it. it on top. Yeah, I thought I could just wing it and. uh I, I cut a lot of like a, um, a lot of just plain color shirts, and I'm always looking for like just good quality plain color shirts. And everybody's gonna hate me for this, but Walmart, that fucking brand George, they're three dollars. <laughs> Is it like their proprietary it's, brand? Oh yeah, it's like George. It's like Wal- it's like uh, George by Walmart or some shit. It's it's like ninety percent of their clothes in there have a George tag in them. Yeah. And I just walked over to the uh, area with plain shirts, and I was like, oh, what plain shirts they got? And I'm, like, you know, feeling on them, like, through the loom. God, that's, that's scratchy. And I'm checking some more, and I'm like, all right, let me go over here. What is this? God damn, that is nice. What is that? Picked it up, $3.40. And, and like 40 cents. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll take 13 of those. Like, there's no big deal. I'll just take all of them. Um, so, yeah, that's a fucking pro tip for you. I got immediate family members who work for Haynes, so I can't uh... – that means dick. In this. <laughs> that doesn't mean that means shit. No, Haynes has some nice ones. They got. Oh wait, no. There's a. I like all the ones that are like semi soft. They're like a little softer. These fuckers. They feel like they got something else in them other than just cotton or lace. Or, See, I wear a lot of like, like uh, band shirts that are gilded. Like fucking dirty metalheads got yeah. shitty ass shirts at shows. So like all of my shirts are just these giant weird flag squares. Do you have do you have things that you obsess over with shirts? So like, and what I mean by that is, I don't like when the sleeves are cut in a way that kind of like yeah they wing up. Yeah, yeah, that's like that. Uh, uh, it's like a streetwear kind of thing. Like I see a lot of like 
you know, like all style and stuff like that. Those shirts do that. But I fucking hate that when they, I also hate it when like the sleeve is like just a little bit too short, just a little bit. You feel, you feel very young in it. Like, yeah, I feel nine. Like I got this push a t-shirt and I love the shirt, but like the sleeves, it's like, you say push a, yeah. Oh, that's funny. Push a t-shirt. I I was Uh, like, I was like, what the fuck is a push a? And I was like, wait, push a T? Yeah. It's push a T t-shirt. True. Or push a T shirt. Ah, I like that, Colin. You're uh, basically a rapper. But I got to, I, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to make it a cutoff because the sleeves are just so ugh. Man, it used to be like fucking clockwork. I would buy like nice pants and then summer come around, jorts, all of them. And then when it started to get cool, I'd go buy all nice new pants. Yeah, I had the same thing. I will say... Um, now that I wear shorter shorts, uh, I like these ones, these khakis, this is, is this a really inane conversation we're having? What, uh, shorts? Yeah, I don't know. Th- these khakis I'm wearing right now, like I bought them and I wore them one time and I hated them. <laughs> like absolutely hate it. it. was like, no wait, they're too baggy, but they make amazing short shorts because they're just a little looser up top. So it's not like this like suction on my leg and I look like a dork yeah. who's too old to be wearing short shorts. I have the weirdest. I look like an old guy who wears short shorts. I have the weirdest body type because I go through periods of time where I work out. <laughs> Dude, I know. If we ever have shirts on the back and he's to say, I have the weirdest body type. Yeah, absolutely. Jesus. Because like I go through periods where I work out and so like things will not fit right. I'm like, oh, up here, I kind of need like a big medium or a large, but like that's way too big everywhere else. So it fits fucking weird. It's the same thing with pants. Like my, my thighs will be like kind of big from uh, doing squats and shit. And then I'd want to wear skinny jeans. It's the fucking weirdest thing. Like, you ever seen, like, jocks in skinny jeans? Yeah. Well, they make a new one called Athletic Fit, which is, like, they're a little roomier in the thigh. Yeah. I fuck with those. No, dude, I wear, I switched a couple of years ago from Levi's 511s or 510s. You know, they kind of just were one, of, they kind of blended together. Yeah. They came out with a new one called the 512 Slim Taper. And it oh, is, yeah. and it is like it's like skinny on the bottom, but with like a little bit, little bit more legroom on the top. And I love them. I have never to go back. I also fuck with a lot of like weird off brand. Uh, like I'll go to Meyer and they'll have these like fucking jeans I've never heard of before, but they're made of they're kind of stretchy, so it fits. They fit like girl jeans. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure. My wife was like, "Oh, welcome to the world of girl jeans. That's why we like them is because they're fucking they're stretchy." I'm like, "Damn, you're wearing I'm, tights." basically um, jeggings yeah so let me ask you this well first really quick because you talked about fucking up a with fucking up a uh cut off shirt yep which is awful especially yeah. if it's like a shirt that you like and nope. you're like so stoked to make it completely a, plain three dollar and 40 cents but shirt. i'm just saying that yeah. it does suck i've fucked up shirts i really like before mm. and um turn it into a patch no i usually just wear it for, it's like a mowing the lawn shirt or got some it, shit um but uh i will say this if you're a guy who wears short shorts now that is not something you want to fuck up. No, you're half inch too short. You're done, man. Don't wear them. But yeah, because you got you risk your dick just falling out the fucking leg hole. To me, the big if it, if if they're too short, if I like sit like this, if I like sit with my leg up and I can like see the bottom of my boxer briefs, it's like okay, guys, too short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, do you have other things you obsess over? I mean, because I I brought up the shirt thing, but like, what's something? You know what? I'll give you something I obsess over and give you because I sprung that one on you it, it, while we were talking about it. I thought of something. <clears throat> so sometimes, like when I'm at work, we'll be talking about some fucking random thing, and I literally can't get it out of my head. I gotta do or eat or whatever it is. 
the other day we were talking, we were reminiscing about the fucking hostess pies. And have you ever had like just random hostess pies? I hate those things. Okay. Have you ever had the one with chocolate filling? No. I don't think I've ever, I I don't think I've, 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 I've had like a cherry one and said, fuck this. I'll never eat one of these. No, don't. I mean, first of all, the crust is the amazing part, but there's nothing like the one that has chocolate in it. So I was at work the other day and me and one of my coworkers was like talking about how amazing these pies were. And 90% of the people in there had never had them. So as we sit there and we're reminiscing and talking about it, I'm just fucking obsessing over these. I'm like, I got to get these pies. When's my next you meeting? You can't, you can't like take your mind off. Of I could it. not, I couldn't focus on anything. So I was like, I was like, when's my next meeting? And my, my meeting wasn't for like 45 minutes and we're in a, a very populated area. I'm like, we got fucking, I'm just gonna run to the gas station. So I go to the gas station. They don't have them. They don't have any of them. All right. It's, we have a Kroger right there. I go to Kroger. Nothing. I'm like, God, Okay. I'm going to try one more spot just on the way. I'm going to go to this uh, other gas station. It's a BP. I go there. They had the cherry and the apple. I don't really fuck with the cherry or the apple, but I was like, oh, I'll grab a couple of these. The coworkers eat them. I come out and I'm like, What's, what time am I at? You know what? I'm going to go to that Walgreens. So then I went to the Walgreens across the street. I go in there, nothing. I'm like, all right, I'm going to drive back. So I turn, I'm heading back and I go, oh, I got time for that speedway. So I went in the speed. That's five if you're counting. Five fucking locations. I go in. They didn't have them either, but they had their own fucking version called Speedy Pies. And I look at it. They're the ones. It's like you're talking about the shit that's in like those waxy papers. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But they got rid of the waxy paper. They're in boxes now. But you know what I'm talking about. I do. That I, we actually were talking amongst ourselves about the waxy paper and how it adds a certain level of whatever. So I, I go in. <laughs> I go in and I see the speedy pies and I'm like, oh, they got chocolate and they were half the price. So I got two of those, took them back. And I can say with certainty that they do the trick if you can't find the chocolate hostess, but they're about 85 to 90% as good, but, but only 50% of the price. So the value is amazing. The regular ones are $2. These ones were a dollar, but they were 85 to 90% of the quality. I'm like, that's an amazing value. It's too late in the night for me to speedy do math. Pies, speedy pies, I will be back. I might get one tonight. That's good for you. Not only will I get one, I'm going to get you one so that when, <laughs> I'll we, try it. I'll when try we link it. up. I, dude, I'm like, I'm keeping a list of things that you need to try. I have another one in my brain that I always want to bring you, and I've not yet brought it. Which is? I'm not telling you. Talk about breakfast. No, but did you see Jordan's text yeah. the other day? See? Yeah. Yeah. So, I haven't had it yet. Um, we don't pod early enough. I can't get you Taco Bell breakfast. Uh, What's something you obsess over? I obsess over the weirdest thing. It like cause, Weird for me because I've always, my whole life, have been like a really slob kind of guy. Like I was the kid whose like desk at school and locker was just like overflowing and God knows what. I was that guy. Let me Let me throw one thing in there. Read an article that that's a sign of intelligence. Oh no, I'm fully aware. All right, you know we like to because I'm the messy one too. So, um, but like I was that kid who was like it was like embarrassing, like embarrass my mom and um, and like you'd come to like school open house and you're like look at my desk and you open up it's just like a fucking trash heap. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so I've always just kind of been that way, and then like I lived with my dad and it was like two of me. You know, it was like our place was a shithole. You know, we just didn't give a shit. You know what I mean? And then I don't know. It was it once we got married and then like um, 
seeing the way my father-in-law, he's always like doing stuff like, and like, I, I just started getting like really crazy about, uh, like the main area, you know, like you come to my house and there's the main level, you know, that's got like the living room and the kitchen and the, and yeah. the back room. And like, I'm like psychotic about keeping that like neat. Mm-hmm. And so like at the end of the evening, it doesn't matter what time of the night it is. Like last night I was down here when we were going to do this thing. And so I got home at like 10, 15 or something like that. And like, I was like literally just like walking around, like picking shit up and straightening chairs. And, and then I swept, you know, like, like yeah. I just like, I, if, if I don't do that and I sit down, like I won't be able to like relax until I can like get up and just like everything feels, you know, yeah, in order. I caught a random video the other day. I feel day. like that's how, honestly, I feel like that's how a lot of, like, traditionally, a lot of wives feel around the, around the country right now <laughs> is just kind of this, like, need to know, pick up. It's just like, you know, okay, everything's good. Yeah. I caught a random video the other day, and I caught it on a very unlikely source, which was LinkedIn. Like, out of all places, I don't like that LinkedIn is turning into, like, people sharing videos and, like, shit like that, but... Uh, I caught a video, and it was like this guy, essentially like coach. Yeah, I don't. What? How is he doing this? He was like, his son was getting ready for school in the morning, and it was a video of him like basically telling his son the calm voice, like, "Hey, you have, you know, you should be able to do this in five minutes. I want you to do this." And his son was like trying to bounce around and sometimes multitask, and he's like, "No, no, no, don't multitask. You can focus on one task at a time. It's not a race. It's just you're just doing them back to back." casually and slowly and he's talking to him in a calm voice and he's doing it and uh you know and he's he's being very encouraging and stuff and he's saying like you know look at that okay wh- no why are you trying to put your socks on now you got to sit down won't you put your pants on okay you're you know blah 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 he, he's just coaching him through it and i was like for whatever reason i know that i know the point he was trying to make but from that i was like i want to apply that to my life like all of a sudden i've been trying to do that so it, I don't wake up and feel the need to, okay, get up, sit there, sit there. Oh my God, it's whatever time. Rush around and get ready. I'm trying to practice like getting up, brush my teeth, put my clothes on, go downstairs, start some stuff, get the baby. I'm doing it like back to back and just casually. And then by the time I sit down to enjoy my coffee, I'm actually fully ready to walk out the door. Mm-hmm. Do, do you do that or are you? No. I I I don't even drink coffee at home in the morning. I just like go to work and then I make coffee when I get to work. It's probably a bad. I I honestly should probably drink coffee the first thing I do. I mean, when so I get you don't up. walk in and start throwing people around. Well, no, I just think you know if I if I'm honest, this goddamn gnat or whatever's flying around, Dude, I'm, it's making me want to fucking it's fucking throw, me up like too. punch a hole in the wall. Um. Anyway, uh, I'll call you Kyle. <laughs> What? Have you seen all those Kyle memes? They're nothing but punching drywall. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like Monster Energy yeah, exactly. drinking. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, now I lost my train of thought. God damn it! We're talking about drinking coffee, and you should drink it at home. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, if I'm honest with myself, like mornings, especially like during the school year. Yeah. In summer, it's totally different. In summer, it's fucking lazy. I have to like drag my ass out of bed. But uh, um. During the school year, like mornings are tense in my house. I'm always I'm on a fucking I'm on a fucking like a war drill, path. Drill sergeant. My kids are gonna my kids are gonna be sitting around like this on their future podcast in <laughs> 2063. No, that's way too far. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Um. 
2032. You, you said earlier in your defense, you said you it was too late to math. Yeah, that's so, true. I'm going to give you an. It's out. been a long fucking day, man. Um, but uh, I, uh, when my kids are 55, yeah, when my kids are doing their podcast, I'm be like, yeah, dude. When we were growing up, man, mornings <laughs> at home were fucking. Dad was pissed every day, every morning. I just like, yeah. So. I don't even, oh yeah, so no, I don't practice that. And, um, I generally practice the, um, I'm not like not a morning person. Like, like on the weekends, there's no way I'm sleeping in past 9.30 at the max. Like, it's hard. Like, I try. But at, at that point, it's just like. I have a kid under two. Oh yeah, you don't even, you don't, you're not even. Seven, ten. You're not oh. there yet. You're not there yet. Oh man, just it, when they all can fend for themselves. Oh, that's shit so awesome. Um, but, um, it's like I have a, like a pack of dogs or something. Like <laughs> yeah, that. no shit. Throw some steaks. Um, <laughs> pop tarts. No, that's literally what I do. I literally, yeah. I will buy a bag of pop or a box of pop tarts <laughs> or like one of those Endemans donuts, the three flavors. Yeah. And I'll literally set it on the counter and like write a note that says like each of you gets two donuts or you know what i mean and I it's only, always like it's torn open literally like raccoons got into it <laughs> like it's not even like they don't even try to neatly do it it's like like literally looks like a savage i love that you said intimates because those are what i buy too but i only buy them on sale they're buy one get one free at meyer all the fucking time i wait and, and then like that's when we get those donuts because if i'm spending fucking 4.99 on eight donuts I, I'm going to Dunkin'. Like, well, see, that's my thing. My whole thing with with Entenmann's is, if I'm at the store like on Friday night, yeah, and I I can get ahead of it and be like, one of the kids is going to ask for donuts in the morning. So if I have donuts there, <laughs> then I won't have to go to Buckeye Donuts. You know, I won't have to get up and I won't have to get in the car. I won't have to go stand in line. You know what I mean? So I, uh, that's why I get the Entenmann's. Anyway, so during the, during the week, though, I get up like the very last second to be able to get out of bed, get in the shower and, you know, get my affairs in order, feed the dogs and, uh, get out the door. I, I, I can be out the door in 15 minutes if I need to be. And, um, but historically I've tried cause it's really appealing to me, this lifestyle of like, getting up with time to like be yeah. to wake up to be yourself to have coffee to you know read a chapter in a book you've been reading i don't know you, you, me growing up it was always like the thing that we always aspired to was like the dad who got up and like did his morning bible study like that was like the aspiration and so a lot of times in my life i've tried that and generally i last about three to four days before i'm just like fuck that i'm not getting up at five thirty. so my mom got up Every day at like five or five thirty, and would sit there in a nightgown and drink tea because she wasn't a coffee drinker. She would drink tea and smoke cigarettes like every morning. For, I mean, for hours. And uh, that was never me either. I was like you. I would wake up at let's say I had to be to work at eight. I'd get up at seven thirty, and I still had time to chill. I might get up at seven forty-five. Like I, I was that type of person. And when I shaved my head for the first time and I didn't have hair at all, there was no more bedhead, no more anything. Dude, I could push that shit to like seven fifty. I mean it's fucking crazy. Nowadays I like kinda live for those moments. Like I fucking I hate getting up through the week, but on the weekend, I actually love getting up at seven. I sit down with my daughter 
everybody else is asleep. I let my wife sleep in literally every week, every weekend she sleeps in and I sit there with her, give her, you know, she eats food or juice or whatever the fuck she wants. I just give it to her and I sit there and watch podcasts and YouTube videos. That's like my thing. And then she takes a nap around noon. My wife might get up at 11, 1130. My kid, the same. So I just have all this time in the morning to just fucking sit there and bed. Hayden down. sleeps until like 11? Yeah. He didn't today. Dude, he was like, Jesus I'm trying to think. Christ. I think he was up before I left for work today. It it goes back and forth with him. Like, whatever the fuck he wants to do, he just does. Dude, bro, bro. Let me ask you this, though. What time do they go to bed? Oh, my kids go to bed at summer bedtime is 9, and they're generally, like, asleep by 10 or 10.30. Let me give you a window into our life. His bedtime for school is somewhere between 8.30 and 9.30. His summer bedtime is more like somewhere between 11 and 1. So, you know, and and I try to tell him, I'm like, you don't understand. All your friends are in bed. And when he like bitches about going to bed, if I go, it's 11 o'clock, it's time for bed. He's like, okay. I'm like, don't, don't okay. Like, all of your friends have been in bed for like a couple hours. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is like it uh, when you when because pe- I've had other friends tell me that and it it I part of me gets a little bit jealous. It's like oh man, I'm a fucking asshole dad who's like a fucking drill sergeant. But at the same time, it's like we all live our own stories. We do what works for our family, and and keeping our kids on a regimented bedtime schedule has worked very well for us. Yeah, it always has. We're ten years in now. And, or almost 11 years in. And, um, but, you know, I, I, now that he's getting, you know, coming up on puberty here, you know, I'm starting to think about like, what does it look like? We're going to let him stay up. He's starting junior high. So we're going to let him be up later. It's fucking crazy. During, I know it's crazy. <laughs> Dude, it's I'm, so crazy. I know I'm not telling you anything, but, uh, that's crazy. but like, you know, we're going to let him stay up later than the other two during the school year. But even so, I don't think he's going to go much past nine or nine 30. And, uh, but it's just like crazy. You say he sleeps at like eleven. Like Rowan woke that's up yesterday. Only, that's only sometimes. Rowan woke up yesterday at like quarter after eight, and I, I think I've seen him sleep past eight like three times in my entire life. Yeah. So today, I want to say he got up like seven fifty, and that's just like on his own. He doesn't have like a through the summer. He doesn't have an alarm set or anything like that. Um. I wanted. I had something to mention. You know, like when like you mention something and you think of something, and then like now that we've talked a little bit, I'm I'm struggling. Oh, I know what it was. You do have a stylus and a uh, tablet there. Just yeah, so this pen is just for looks. Oh. It's it's bullshit. Um, no intimates. So <laughs> it's, I'm go, I'm going We're back, back to that. We're yeah, back there. only because I had been practice last night, uh, and my wife texts me and goes, "Hey, bring home snacks." I was like, what kind of snacks? She's like, surprise me. And so nothing gives me more anxiety than going to the store into Snack Central and going, oh, fuck, like we eat all of this. None of this is surprising. <laughs> like that's how we're just a fat family. Do you have your go-tos though? So like the oh, thing that absolutely. you can always rely on? Cosmic brownies. Good. Dude, I don't know what it is about them dense ass brownies. I will eat like. No, this it is it is the perfect brownie. Fucking, per- I'm glad that we agree on that. I honestly, I wish that like it didn't have the M and M's, 
And honestly, so I used to always just get the fudge brownies, the ones with the, with the nuts, walnuts. And I would just take the nuts off because all I want is a fucking fudge. Yeah. I didn't know cosmic brownies were the exact same. Oh, they're exactly the oh, same. Oh, dude. I was like 10 years into eating the walnut ones and going, mm, these would be better without the nuts. And then found the cosmic <laughs> and was like, oh my God, my mind is fucking blown. No, I just like, take the nuts Anyway, off. so the Endsman's saying, I got these new. I actually got the surprisor last night because I bought something completely fucking new I've never seen before. And they're Entenmann's. They're like brookies. They're brownies with like cookie like built into it. It's a chocolate chip cookie like basically baked in with a brownie. So it's like both at once when you can't fucking decide. It's some high shit. Somebody high as fuck came up with it. <laughs> like I looked at that and I was like, is that a fucking brownie and a cookie to get? <sighs> oh, it says new. Oh, I'm buying that. Is brookie an actual word, or did you just make that up just now? No. See, I don't know. It sounds like something that It some, sounds like some, some real shit. It sounds like something that, like, some Ivy League East Coast person would call somebody from, like, the, like, a, a like poor person. Cranbrook? Oh, they're yeah, a brookie. They're fucking brookies, man. Get the but fuck it also out of here. sounds like some fucking New York Soho hipster shit, you know, because they're always, what's that, what's that, fu- a cronut? You feel me? So like, it sounds like some shit like that. Like you just merged two some words Norma together. Some Norma Jean shit, some bayonet work. No, I feel you. You see what I did there? I do. I like it. Cough inspire. Mm, <laughs> you fucking took me back. That's what, oh, four? Uh, no, no, that's, that's earlier than that. That's like probably that's, uh, oh, two, oh, three. That was, oh God, the aftermath. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. And yeah, Maybe that, that was, that was oh, three. Yeah. Don't let me forget. I have a quick story about Norma Jean, but, um, Stolen intimates, dude. I just, I'm gonna, I'm. We did the whole. There's only eight in a pack. We crushed four of them last night, and then I woke up this morning, ate another one. Pretty sure my wife did too. You say uh, you got a fat family, you got a fat house, man. I'll yeah. tell you what. If there was eight of them, we would have been eating all eight of them that night. It was okay. First of all, everyone was in bed. Um. Well, I, I'm lying. So my daughter was in bed. My wife was asleep on the couch. My kid was up watching YouTube videos. It was like 1130 when I got home. This, you know, like exactly what I said, he's up late. I said, hey, go to bed. I didn't want to give him one <laughs> at night. So I was like, go to bed. Uh, okay, Amy, look at these things I got. <laughs> and we each crushed two. She was like, what the fuck is this? Uh, and then I woke up this morning, ate another one. And then I packed him a lunch and shit and then put one for him. So I asked him when I got home, I said, Hey, do you like that cookie brownie thing? He was like, what cookie brownie thing? I was like, dude, what, how many fucking desserts did you eat today? He's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that one. Yeah. That, one. that cookie brownie thing. Yeah. Um, no, but Norma Jean. So, ah, uh, it must've been Oh three. It must've been Oh three. I went to Cincinnati and for like eight bucks saw Seven bands. Oh, no. That's what it was. It was $8 for seven bands. And it was all bands that fucking blew up later. It was like... I was there. I know what you're talking about. Hot as fuck. They stopped letting people go outside. They had a big fan. It did nothing. No air conditioning. It was like Avenged Sevenfold. Norma Jean. It was Avenged Sevenfold when nobody knew who they were. That's what they I'm saying. They were the opening, the very first opening band. And they like... Every, I was like, who are these guys? I went for dorks? my birthday. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, that was a dope fucking show. I got a good story about that show. Uh, yeah, so it was them. It was Norma Jean. It was Throwdown. Yep. 18 Visions. Yep. And Bleeding Through? Yes. It was and like an OC thing. Yes. Because Avenged Sevenfold, as everybody was OC it except was, for Norma because Jean. Because it was two different uh, shows. It was two different yeah, tours. Right. 
and they merged them together. Seven bands for eight fucking dollars. And it was my it was my birthday month, so it was August. Like one of the hottest months of the year. And I remember like everybody kept going outside in between bands and finally they were like I think they were getting complaints or something. And so like, you're not allowed to go back outside or you can't come back in. I'm like, it's eleven hundred degrees. Dude, I just did it again. Eleven hundred. That's my fucking go to number. I was like, it was so fucking hot in there. That's all I remember. And then all these bands blew up. And that's just legendary to see that many bands and that small of a venue. Yeah. And especially those bands that became huge bands. Yeah. Uh, so I was at that show too. And, you know, at that time, I'm a – Jesus, man. This was – yeah, it was like 03. It was like 03. Uh, Sierra and I were probably just dating or just before we started dating. And uh, it was 02, 03, something like that. And I was a shrimpy little <laughs> – Scenester metalcore kid and who had just come out had just come out of who had just come yeah, out I was like I was like you gonna take a weird pause there uh, <laughs> who had just come out of like the emo scene you know so I was like still like really skinny little dorky guy did you have snake bites yeah I definitely had snake bites <laughs> I did not it, it was I didn't at that time but I did okay maybe a year later um uh but uh <laughs> wow for those of you who don't know, snake bites, who don't know the nomenclature, for those of you who were born in 1996, snake bites are when you get two lip rings, one on either side of your lip. Yeah, but you don't typically, you didn't have rings, right? You had studs? No, I had rings. Oh, uh, did you? Oh, yeah. Damn. Uh, I always looked at that as like a dick would sit between those two, and those were guide rails. It was like, oh rail- my God. Those were like railroad tracks for a dick. Oh my god! <laughs> Speaking of, I, I I just can't stop staring at you, you know. You go to a band practice space, and there's always just like random set lists written all over the walls, <laughs> and random pictures, and there's just like this big, gross, veiny penis. It's got with, a huge bush with a huge <laughs> amount of bush, yeah. and then it has boobs and arms. Yeah, I just can't stop looking at it. Anyway, um. It's been there like every time I've done this. I know. It's not the first time I've been stuck staring oh, okay. at it the whole I'm thing. glad you finally called it. Anyway, um, but uh, I'm at this show and I'm a shrimpy little kid and I think it was during Throwdown, if I'm not mistaken. There's a big old pit happening and this is Cincinnati, Ohio in 2003 or whatever and Courage oh, yeah. Crew is running deep. You know, it's a bunch of big, big sweaty guys walking around and... Um, some shithead kid was tripping somebody uh who was uh circle pitting you yeah. know got warned by the by the crew chief <laughs> it's like it's like gonna, a fire chief i'm gonna get my ass kicked um yeah. i've talked way more shit about crews before so um but uh anyway uh you know gets warned and then uh happens again gets warned one last time happens again fight breaks out this these guys start going at it, and I'm like around the edge, and the the it, the fight moves towards me. It keeps coming towards me. There's a couch behind me. It this dude shoves the other guy into me. I fall onto the couch. This sweaty shirtless monster is <laughs> pinning me down, like laying on me, and so it's like sweats like all over my face. <laughs> okay, so that's already like crazy, but like a bigger guy is just fucking punching the shit out of him so i'm just seeing fists like flying down towards me and i've got i'm being crushed by a sweaty hunk you know and <laughs> a um, sweaty hunk. and uh 
And then it like gets like pulled off and the dude gets dragged out and they kick the shit out of him. A bunch of dudes kick the shit out of him or whatever. But yeah. like that was I was at that point I was I had been to a ton a lot of shows, but I was still yeah. like fairly new to like real hard hardcore scenes. So it yeah. was that was a lot for me to take in. <laughs> some some of the very first shows I ever went to were people that are still playing in the hardcore scene in Columbus, Ohio today. Um, so I was actually exposed to quote unquote, you know, real hardcore and that environment before I got into something lighter. I didn't, I didn't have it the other way around. So I saw definitely my fair share of fights. I actually saw just my fair share of fights, just where I grew up. Um, I was thinking, I, I can't remember if I, did I tell the story in podcast where my cousin and, uh, one of his friends came to pick me up from grade school one time. I don't think so. I thought I did. I'll just I'll give the high level just in case I did. Um, I was in like <clears throat> maybe fourth grade, and my cousin who was what was he probably six, five, maybe five six years older than me. He came to pick me up, so he he's in like you know middle school or whatever, and I'm in fourth grade. He brings a guy with him, and in the in the. I, you know, we make jokes about this all the time. My, like everybody just knew my family, you know, around town, like er, at least around the South End, for various reasons. And like, so I had this like cool family member and like his cool friend. Well, they saw this guy walking who was a big brother of someone I went to school with, and they didn't like each other. They had beef, so he's like, "Man, I'm gonna fuck that dude up." So I'm like, "Oh shit!" I'm in fourth grade. Like, I'm just like so excited. He goes over. And he just drills dude in the jaw and he's like, that's for talking shit. And I remember the guy didn't like, he just kind of ate it and was just like, yeah, I was talking shit, you know, dude, next day at school, I, a lot of people saw it and they saw me walk off with like, you know, the older like bully kids or whatever. So next day at school, like I was, a, I was a king. I was a king amongst mice. A god amongst men. Yeah. I, I didn't want to use the word god, so, you know, I said king amongst mice. That's It doesn't even make any sense. It did not have the same impact. It didn't. But I'll, I'll go with that. That's fine. I was a god amongst men. <laughs> and then uh, <clears throat> and then I – it was like later in the year and this kid – he was like jealous of my newfound toughness by association. And I'll never forget this because he had the same fucking initials to me. It, it was JCS, and he was talking shit like we were on the basketball court, and me and him had to fight. But this is also the same school where I shit myself in second grade, and that story carried with me quite a bit until I had to fight this kid and whoop his ass. So it was tight as fuck. There it is. What's your middle name, Craig? Dude, uh, you fucked me up. Chris? You, no. It, you know, I used to tell people it was Chris because I don't know my dad. And my middle name is my dad's name, so oh. I didn't want to even... We don't got to go there, then. No, we got to go there, because I have literally the most hillbilly name that starts with a C. Clint. That's pretty fucking hillbilly, but... Cletus. God damn, that's even more hillbilly, <laughs> but it's not that. I thought I had the most hillbilly name. Now I realize I have, like, the fifth or sixth. Clint is a pretty hillbilly No, one. dude, cl- there's nothing more hillbilly that I can think of right now than Cletus. <laughs> that's true. It's like Joe Bob. You know what I'm saying? It's Clyde. That's pretty pretty fucking bad. (laughs) Yeah, so you know how – and like back in the day, you remember when people would be like, oh, your middle name and the street you grew up on is your porn name. Clyde. Clyde the Glide Hanford. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I used to go with Clyde the Glide, and I stole that shit from Clyde Drexler, like oh, the basketball man. player. That shit was tight. My middle name's Steven. Steven? With a PH, not a V. Oh, you're Stefan. No, no, no. Yeah, you're Stefan. No, it's my dad's name. You don't get to fucking Don't talk decide. about my dad that way. What, is this name Steven? Yeah, with a PH. With a PH? <laughs> yeah. Who the fuck just gets to decide, like, um, I know that V makes a V and PH <laughs> makes a F, but fuck it. I think we're just going to flip the script. Who who does that? I don't know. I don't know. Then Idiots. Then, I have a I, – I love weird um, pronunciations of things, and I do this shit to, like, my friends at work. Like, I just take their names and fucking put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. Dude, that drives kids crazy. <laughs> it does. I fucking love it. Oh, my God. Uh, man, you fuck, up, you fuck up something with kids and then do it again after they say it's wrong and then do it again. Yeah. Like – Man, or you know, do something like specifically wrong, yeah, and then just really try to drive it home. So, like, my kids were talking about, you know, obviously, like every other, every other uh, Fortnite, fa- no, every oh, other shit. family in the uh, universe, uh, talking about how much they love the song Old Town Road. Oh, yeah, and uh, I was like, yeah, I learned all the words for it. And I was just like, I got the horses in the back. I got the horses in the back. I got the horses in the back. And I did like, and I sang the melody of the chorus, yeah. all just that word. Just those words. And they're like, that's not how it goes, dad. Stop. Shut up. I mean, they were so upset about it. Oh man, that, that shit drives kids crazy. Uh, so one of my coworkers, and it's funny that you said that because one of my coworkers, he's like, we were talking about just trolling and just YouTube videos that like, aren't necessarily that funny but somehow they get funnier with either time or whatever and one of them he brought up was you know like, who is that is that smash mouth that's like and they don't stop going yeah they don't. it's all-star yeah okay so th- there's a youtube video out there that's like 10 hours of it and they don't stop coming and they don't stop coming don't stop coming <laughs> it's like 10 fucking hours of that and like it's not funny when you first hear it, but when you think about that somebody like fucking cut those clips together and kept copying and pasting and made a 10 hour video, it's amazing. Then there's another one that does all of the melodies of the song, but it's the same lyric. It's like, and they don't. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Those are fucking, those are amazing. Um, there was that one guy that went viral on the internet there for a minute who was singing All Star to like other. Like the using the lyrics, but singing other songs. But you like you would like the first one I did was like the Evanescence, like "Wake Me Up Inside," yeah, you know whatever. And um, he like just started the song, but it was fucking Smash Mouth. Yeah, oh man, it's too good. Uh, But speaking of Smash Mouth, holy crap! The two weeks ago when we did the with Nick, uh, yeah. Um, I go back out to the car to leave my Jeep, my tops off the Jeep, and there's a fucking Smash Mouth CD just sitting on my steering wheel. Wait, it wasn't yours? No, like out here, somebody, outside. Somebody put 
Somebody a put, CD in and it's car. not even like it's not even like the Smash Mouth CD. It's like a like a earlier Smash, like like the first <laughs> record or their third record. You know, the like, one that no one knows. Yeah, and like it was like sitting on my dashboard, like above my steering wheel, and it's been sitting in my console since. Like I I keep forgetting to talk about it. It's the Dude, weirdest thing. You gotta pass it on. Or you're gonna have seven years bad luck. It's a chain mail. It's what it is. You remember chain mail? Yeah. Yeah, it's chain mail. So is this anything I should know around this practice spot? Do you know? No, I know nothing about because I only I only know the guys in Lopan. Those, as far as I know, those are the only guys I know. So maybe one of those guys was fucking with me because I saw it was my Jeep. I I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of people that practice here, as know. we saw last night when we tried to fucking. It was funny though. That was funny. Do this, and there were seven bands practicing. <clears throat> That's amazing. Um, those chainmail things were always really funny, but <clears throat> there was also a trend for a while, and I actually didn't mind this. Like you would come out from the mall right and there would just be a note on your car and it would say like hey i'm with the so-and-so movement i just hope that you have a great day drop this note on someone else's car it was like a it was like the real physical manifestation of chain mail it it never said like you know do this or your dick's gonna fall off or anything like that but uh i didn't mind that i I don't mind the the pay it forward approach to positivity sure no that's awesome um did you ever have any – this is – dude, I fucking – sometimes I just switch gears so hard. You do. Because I start thinking about something while you're saying something, for, and it, it's unrelated. It's like there's no relation at all. But then I want to I want to ask you a question, so I, I cue it up, and I'm like, uh, when this conversation is done, switch them. Do you have any celebrity crushes? Uh, I – did or do? Did or do? I mean, for the longest time, Scarlett Johansson was my uh, celebrity crush. Um, and one time, I said that. Uh, <laughs> I hope it's like a weird, embarrassing one. <laughs> no, I mean, one time I said that I was like, I was talking to, I was talking to Sierra, and I was like, I gotta say, Channing Tatum's a really good-looking guy. And now she's every time we see Magic Mike on like a Netflix or anything, she's like, "You want to watch Magic Mike?" Oh, she gets you with that. And I said the same thing about The Rock, and she gets me with that too. Maybe I just have a thing for hunks. I already said you hunk did. Once. You said hunk once. That's two hunks. But no, I mean, it's just, well, you have any celebrity crushes? I'll tell you one girl and two guys. <laughs> yeah, um, that's fine. Don't we always say we're a progressive podcast? Yeah, I, no, absolutely. Um, What's it called? Uh, pansexual. I think we're all a little bit. I think we're all. No, I can absolutely it's a look spectrum. at a dude. It's a, it's a spectrum we all just land on. I can 100% look at a dude and tell if I think he's attractive or if women will think he's attractive. Like, either one. I'm like, that's a good looking dude right there. It's not a thing. It's not like a, it's not like a gay, bi, straight, but you know, it, it's a, it's a blurry spectrum that we all just kind of land on in a place. Yeah. I can also tell you when dudes look a fucking train wreck. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yeah. I also, Drew Barrymore was always my crush, like growing up. Yeah. Yeah. I never had a Drew Barrymore. I was always like dark hair. Well, I can't say that. I'm I'm thinking back to like one of my earliest like long term crushes that I had, dude. And I was full fucking new metal at the time. Um, Christina Aguilera. I was always like super pro Christina Aguilera over Britney Spears. Like there. Oh, you me know, too. Yeah, I was like, dude, are you kidding me? And then when Jerry- she also worked with way better producers, her songs had good beats and had and she was a much better singer. I'll, I will oh. I will go to bat for Christina Aguilera any Ab- day of the week. Absolutely. There needs to be no going to bat as far as, like, better singer. Oh, the hands beat, down. The beat, the kick drum, and Genie in a Bottle 
Yeah. Tommy, dude, that's so <laughs> I can't believe we're diving so I'm deep. In, I'm in. I'm in. You are in. 90s pop music, late 90s pop music. I'm in, man. 100%. Yeah. But like. I'll even jam some fucking NSYNC. I don't give a fuck. Oh, NSYNC over Backstreet Boys all fucking day. All day. Yeah. All there day. was, there was, it, in my, my hierarchy, went NSYNC, uh, Backstreet Boys, 98 degrees. Uh, sorry. O Town's at the top of that one. I'm just kidding. Holy shit. Did they sing the one about like the kitchen sink or something? I don't like know. That? They were the one that was like basically put together on MTV. Yeah. And then I feel like they they were a joke, right? And they had a song that like talked about something to do with the kitchen sink. I'm going to Google it in between some one of our conversations. So last night, real quick, last night we uh, drank one of these beers already that I brought. So I came prepared with some high lifes out of my fridge. Hell yeah. I'm about done. You can grab this. Um, no, so I had... A, and this is kind of creepy. I'm not gonna lie. It's slightly creepy, but this oh, is finally cold. This is early internet days. I had a folder on my computer that was like, I don't know, a hundred Christina Aguilera photos. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a hundred. Oh, Jesus and then it was Christ. like it was just before the dirty phase, I think, yeah. or like maybe that was later. And I remember being like, oh my god, like I like her so much more, like. Holy shit! As a as a dirty Christina Aguilera, like she's so fucking much better. That was like my girl, and Kyle Kyle knew that. Like everybody fucking knew that. So I could damn near name. Like I had these crushes for periods of time, and then they just go away, right? So I also had one on Katy Perry. I was big Katy Perry fan, and then you know she went batshit crazy, and like that should that should make me like her more, but it didn't. Um, there was. A big celebrity tattoo artist named Megan Massacre. I think I think I know who you're talking about. Commonly had like red hair and shit. Dude, I was a big Megan Massacre fan. I don't know why. Because I look back now and I'm like, I don't know why I was such a fan. But I remember at one convention, um, Kyle and Dave and whoever, she was there. And like they went and actually got a signed picture and it was like to Jeff Money and yada yada. And I was like, oh shit. And uh when me and Amy first started hanging out, she was like, what's the story with this? And so I had to explain that story like, oh, yeah, I have this celebrity <laughs> crush. Uh, <coughs> she always gives me shit. Um, so in the scope of Jessica's, so there was Beale and Alba. Did you have a preference? Uh, if, I, if I had to pick one, Beale probably, but no, neither of that, that that is not my, that is not my. You didn't like Jessica Alba? That doesn't tickle my fancy. Dude, Alba did it for me back then. I don't even, that's one, I don't even know. Has she even, like, does she even act anymore? I don't know. That's the weirdest thing. I I don't, I just lose track of people. Like, where did they go? What are they doing? See, that's the thing. That, that's, that shows a huge difference between you and I and where our tastes lie because, that girls like that weren't even on my radar as far as interest for me it was like people like Christina Ricci it was like the oh my weirdos. god I f- that is a that was a huge but it was huge. like weirdos it was weirdos it was people who like who like Poor. didn't look super conventional okay and uh, no I mean I like that too but that's the weirdest thing Christina Ricci was a huge crush of mine for fucking years I mean like honestly that's probably one that I still <laughs> that I still like Christina Ricci. I haven't seen her in a few years, though. I wonder what she looks like. I don't know. What What did she she put in Casper and Adam's Family? I'm trying to think of some she of her other... She did that Penelope movie where she had a pig nose. What the fuck? Yeah, so it was based on some kid's book or something. 
I don't think I've seen that. I don't. I said seen. I don't think I've seen that. I don't think I've seen that. I don't think I saw that. Oh man, that is something that I didn't really hear a lot until I moved to Ohio. Was saying like I seen that. Yeah, that's yeah. all right. Or up there. Yeah, look at that lights out up there. Oh, that's like the Jeff Foxworthy skits. <laughs> like where he takes like he's like he does a I don't I don't know what he does. He it's like he takes one word, but it's really like a sentence and what is it? Uh which did you? And he's like, "You didn't bring that there, which did you?" <laughs> and it's like it's one word, but it's a whole yeah. thing. Dude, I that's a guy I haven't heard shit from in a long fucking time right there. Um <clears throat> I was like, I was thinking about growing up and like sometimes yeah, we've explained this before. Like I try to, I try to think of these like old stories that I thought were funny at the time. Um, and as of lately, I've just been thinking about old ass stories and what, what triggered it is my brother's birthday was yesterday. And yeah, I mentioned earlier, happy like, birthday to that mob boy. Shout out to my, no, this is my, well, yeah, he, he was too. I mean, come on. But he honestly, he was like. He was kind of my dad growing up, and it took me until my 20s to really, like, put that together. Um, People would would say things because I never met my dad. He left before I was born, never really claimed me, and then I guess I heard he saw me once when I was, like, nine weeks old or some shit like that. But people would say, like, oh, man, that's weird. I can't imagine that. Or, like, what's it like not having a dad? And I'm like, I don't know because I don't know what it's like to have a dad my mom never like remarried or anything like that so i was thinking when i was in my 20s i was like it was getting close to father's day and i said you know what i truly think i never missed having a dad because i had my brother and i start thinking about those like stereotypical things that like dads do like teach you to throw a baseball take you to sports games you go ride dirt bikes dude my brother did all that he always took me to all that shit he taught me all all the bullshit like that and he's the one that like busted my ass and made me like tough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. And then uh he bought me dirt bikes and three wheelers. And it's like, holy shit, I never missed having a dad because I had a brother that was eleven years older than me, and he always did that shit. He always he also fucking kind of picked on me. And uh Well, that's the thing. Because I was that yeah. for my sisters and for my brother a good chunk of the time. And uh that's the catch is I was also the big asshole brother. Yeah. So yeah, I get it. I never got to be the big asshole brother. He, I remember he was, uh, he was standing on my mom's porch and I don't know, I don't, I don't know the time frame of this story. Like, was I in grade school? Did he still live at home or was he just visiting? I don't know the time frame, but I remember he was holding uh, a broomstick and it had like, he had unscrewed it. So it was just the stick. And he was, like, acting like he was going to throw it at me. And I was, like, you know, running back and forth on the sidewalk, like, you can't get me. You can't get me, motherfucker. You can't get me. And he yells, Shaka Zulu! And he throws it. And I take off sprinting. Well, he threw it. And where it landed, I stepped on it and fucking busted my ass. So he didn't spear me. But he threw it in a manner. And it just so happens to be lucky it landed right in front of me. I step on it. I bust my ass. And it was probably the funniest – it was probably the hardest I ever laughed while being hurt. Mm-hmm. And it – the only reason that story popped in my head is because the other day, out of nowhere, there was some fucking random thing on the – on like it was like an ad or something. And 
I mistakenly clicked on it, and there was something that said Shaka Zulu. And I went, and it threw me back to this fucking, that story just a ton of years ago. And I'm like, wow, that was a real person. So that does date it a little bit because I'm pretty sure this was like before internet was like common in the house and shit like that. Or maybe I would have fucking looked it up. But yeah, he yells Shaka Zulu and he throws that thing. And so the other day I see that and I'm like, oh my God, that reminds me of this story. That's a real person. So I Googled Shaka Zulu and I read the fucking story of Shaka Zulu and it was all because of that weird fucking thing. I don't even know who it is. So I'm going to have to look it up now. Yeah, it's, I mean, the guy was depicted with a spear and yada yada. So it fucking made sense. So obviously he. Like a myth or something like that? No, he's a real ass dude. Oh, Oh. I think he was in like the 1700s, I think is what it said. I'm drawing a blank, but. I I, want to go back here for a minute to a conversation we were you brought up earlier is do you use do you use linkedin um <laughs> so sometimes i like how often do you go to, to linkedin well it has push notifications and i'm fucking ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm, I'm anal oh no 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 don't linkedin you can't get you can't get that shit within 10 you can't use a 10 foot pole on me up with that shit so i'm, I'm mixing metaphors it, Get the fuck out of here with LinkedIn push notifications. Yeah, so I have, I have push notifications, and I'm very anal about clearing them. And so I go there frequently. But I tend to use it more when I'm actively looking for a job. So right now, I'm not looking. You, I'm hear, actually, you hear that, boss? You hear that, boss? No, I'm actually really – I really like what I'm doing right now. So I'm not even remotely doing it. So like I only get – I should caveat. I only get some push notifications. When I get a <laughs> – when I get a message – or when somebody tries to add me as a friend. Those are the two I get. Oh, man. Somebody messaged me on LinkedIn, and she texted me, and she was like... "She, You have she, your fucking phone number on LinkedIn? No. You said she texted you. I was halfway through the sentence. <laughs> Whatever. You can't backtrack it. You she said, messaged me on LinkedIn, uh-huh. and she texted me, and she goes, did you get my LinkedIn message? And I was like, no, I don't go to LinkedIn. But who is this? Is this someone you know? Why are they yeah, texting I know, you? Somebody I knew. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's why I was confused. I'm like, you have your fucking number on LinkedIn. Like, the number of recruiters that hit me Wait, up. Wait, you're not supposed to put your number in yeah. your profile? It, I, of, they of keep your... asking for my social. I just give it to them. Shit, I have it on, I have it on Instagram? <laughs> I have it on my, uh, my aim away message. Uh, yeah, I dude, went there. I go, dude, I go to LinkedIn maybe once every three weeks and it's only to make myself feel better to see like, ooh, what big corporation searched my name this week. I yeah. showed up in the search for such and do such. You have, well, do you have premium? No. Oh, well, because if you have Oh, pre- my God, you pay for no, it? No, 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 I do not pay oh. for it. But periodically, they'll be like, hey, do you want a free month of premium? Click oh, okay, here. Okay, and so okay. I take it for a month. And if you do that, it tells you exactly who. Like, nobody can, you can't be, like, incognito anymore and, like, search my shit. It's not like somebody with the title of recruiter, joined, you know, checked your profile. Oh, now shit. it's like, Frank is looking at your shit. Shit. Yeah. See, now. Do you creep on people? Is that why? Well, that's the thing is, like, you're starting <laughs> a new project or something like that, and you're like, man, I wonder what this person's story is. And then you fucking business lurk somebody. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, if you have premium, you can put your shit in, like, a mode that lets you like look at it and not say who's looking at your shit. Do a lot of people use premium? I don't know. (laughs) I I don't fucking know. I only do it when it's, when it's free. Uh, it's funny you say recruiters because you know, I brought up how Wayfair, that fucking furniture app or whatever. I get get mad shit from there. It's basically Walmart. No, but no, they were recruiting me. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. I told you that. You did. This bitch is <laughs> thirsty. <laughs> She's emailed me like three or four times now. Like every two days. Look, this is this is where... Okay, this is the business move I've used before. I don't know if it'll work for you based on where you're at and your company and yada yada. But just say, you know what? Just name some exorbitant number. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not going to be able to leave unless it was for this amount. And when they say that, then you say... Send me the offer in writing. And then when you get it, you take it to your current company and go, I have no, not. See, see, Look, and, and Colin, maybe, you got to play the game. Maybe I'm not cut out for the, for the business side of the, of the business world because yeah. like, I just don't think that way, man. Like, um, like I just like it, like I'm not the kind of person who tries to negotiate salary. I'm not the person who asks for a raise. It's just, I just don't think that way. To me, it's like I work for a company and I trust my employer and I, yeah. and I, and I, and I trust that I'm being paid fairly. And maybe that's super, yeah. maybe that's super naive, super naive, but, and that's, and that's fine. But like, you know, I don't even like, I would never even have thought to do that to, to, to bait somebody into thinking that maybe I could get a job there to use that as leverage. I would have never thought that before. And cause like when I get my, when I got my 30 mail from this woman, you know, let me just say, I didn't mean to say this bitch that I shouldn't have said that. Um, but, but you didn't say it in context of woman. You said it, bitch as in personality. Like that's true. That could be a man, uh, woman, dog. It doesn't matter. When I, you know, when I got my third email from this, from this bitch, uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, when I got my third email from her, I like literally, your response was like, oh, thank you very much. This is, you know, fucking 175. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but, um, no, my first thought is I want to email her back and say, take a fucking hint. I haven't responded to anything yet. I'm happy. <laughs> you know, that's the way my brain works. Yeah. I don't even think about how can I leverage this into a, a into more pay. <laughs> and, 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 uh, and, but, um, that's that's very fascinating. I, it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's just not my personality at all. So, and you're probably happier that way, um, to be honest, because I'm one of those people that I go to Glassdoor and I search my job title and things like that, and I look at what like the median is for my uh, the median is for my area, and then I start looking at my company and what's the median. And these are self-reported from people that have the same job title. You self-report in Glassdoor, so these are. It's it's real numbers. I mean, it's not them. No, yeah, no, I know. I I mean, I've looked at it. Yeah, I've looked at it. But it, it, like I said, it's it's just. I think it's 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 a personal. It's a personality trait. Is is you're a go getter, and I'm not. <laughs> well, um, and actually, something that my wife always says is actually something that kind of resonates. And nobody's going to be a bigger advocate for you than you. Yeah, totally. And, and I I fucking identify with that. I'm the kind of guy who likes to to settle in and like get really happy. I mean, I mean, my last job was a toxic place. Yeah, it was a toxic place, and I was there for ten years because I really genuinely loved the job. Mm. I loved the work. I loved some of the culture, and um, but I'm not one of those people who's always looking to jump. I'm not saying you are. No, I'm not. I'm not saying you. But but you know what I mean. Like there's there's two different types of people. Is that is 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 the type of person like you that's like always like 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 to me like you are always looking for a way that how can I leverage this a little sure. bit? And that's totally fair. And I think that's it's just a philosophical difference. And I have I have an explanation. I'll tell you. I just mind. don't think that way. My explanation is, and I've told you this, I didn't graduate high school. Yeah. I've always had something to prove. I get it. And so 
when I first took this job, I took it because it was a job. And after five and a half years of doing that job that just happened to pay me a couple dollars more an hour than the last job, I started seeing like, oh, shit, people make moves in the same company and you take other jobs. And, oh, wait, this is what a career. This is how you make a fucking career, especially for somebody that didn't go to school for a specific field. I was carving my niche, right? And what I've learned is nowadays, it doesn't matter if you go to school. Like that gets you into a specific company or area quicker, obviously, and I'm promoting everybody go to school. I do wish I would have at some point went to school. But now that I've been with my company 13 years, I have real world experience. I can move around. And it was evident to me when I had my last role, I was a business analyst. And I realized what an in-demand job that was when I was getting hit up on LinkedIn all the time. I bit on a few of them, you know, like there was times where like I felt like I wasn't being fairly compensated. I wasn't positive. I didn't know what my teammates made. But when I started looking at Glassdoor and stuff, I felt not fairly compensated. And I would see these jobs and I would see what they were paying. And I go, that's the same job title as me. How are they paying, you know, X amount? Sure, sure. And so I did it one day. One day I said, fuck it. I'm going to meet with somebody and and interview. And I did. And I actually went through five rounds of interviewing. With a company that, you know, my company is, my building alone is 11,000 people or more. This whole company. I mean, you guys have, I don't want to give details of your company. No, but but we, and that's just. It's like one of the biggest, it's like one of the biggest office campuses in the country. It is. There's only, uh, there's only two things that are singly owned and operated that are larger. No, no. And one's for the government. Then, you know, that's a big difference is, you know, I work for a, a consultancy of 50 people. So, and I'm on the leadership team. So I see the biz, some of the business, some of the business side. Yeah. So that also factors, I think, a little bit into the way I kind of approach this stuff, just because I just have a bigger picture view of things. But it really does come down to just like, I just don't, I, I like you said, like, like I said, I couldn't describe it better than I would never have thought. Yeah. I want to tell this woman to eat shit because she won't stop emailing me. Yeah. You thought, how can I hustle this? Yeah. Shit? Everything's a hustle to me. And, and that, that's literally the area I grew up, but I was interviewing for this company and I went through five rounds of testing and this company is way smaller. I mean, they're, they were still, if you say 50, they're bigger than that. They were like, I want to say 250. And the way I found them, I went to Google and I typed in best place to work in Columbus, Ohio. And I they it just so happened they had uh, this company that publishes a list every year mm-hmm. had just published a new one. So I'm looking at it and I picked the uh, small or medium size, the first company, like number one for medium size company. And I just went to their website. They had a fucking job. That was my business title or business analyst. And I was like, I'm going to apply for this. I apply. I meet the recruiter like, Two days later at Starbucks, go on through. I actually interviewed with the fucking like head of the company, like the guy who owns it, who had started it because he was tired of working for a similar company that made him travel. He wanted to stay at home with his family, so he started his own and said, I'll go with the lower hanging fruit than that company. They work with big people. I want to work with small people, all local. Interviewed with every one of them, five different people, and they go, you know – you are one of the few people that we've interviewed with no degree and they've made it this far and offered me the job. And that's where you and I are alike. Yeah. And so I took that and I said, wow. I went to school in the streets. 
same school of hard knocks, son. No, so I took that. They gave me an offer in writing. Um, I basically went to my current company and said, I'm sorry, like, this is a significant more amount of money. I mean, this is a 20% raise. That's that's significant. Like, 3%, 5%, you can live, you know, whatever. 20% is like, you're talking decent money. That's a life-changing experience. Um, and they go, okay, well, you're a very valuable person in your role and we feel you're just getting started we'll match that for you to stay hell yeah so fucking i mean five months after i was in a role i took a matched offer 20 percent raise to stay and and i was like you know what that validates that i was underpaid i feel because they wouldn't they wouldn't be able to do that you you business wise you can't do that they can't seriously overpay me so that was in august and our raises happen in like february yeah 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 so come raise time, I said, I'm fine. I, I know I'm not getting a raise. I got a fucking 20% raise. I got a 10% raise. Bitch. And yeah, dude, that's wild. And I was like, wow, that even more so validates I was underpaid for my fucking position. Yes, but, queen. Yes, queen. Um, I will say this. The I felt better about that Wayfair thing today when I found out that uh, 500 – Employees at Wayfair walked out what the in fuck? protest because Wayfair has been fucking – they got some contract furnishing those fucking concentration camps down at the border, man. What? Fight me. Fight me. No, that's fine, but My I, views I didn't don't, hear about it. So, Like give me give me the high level. Like, no, what's the – I don't know. I don't know. the. High, the I, supposedly they had – it was like an eighty or $90,000 contract with some – furnishing some one of these. Oh, you mean furnishing like actual furniture? Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. It, 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 the company is selling supplies or furniture supplies to some of these border camps that we got. And uh, uh, 500 employees walked out today Damn. To, to to just protest, say that we don't think that the profit is worth it. Yeah. <laughs> so made me feel better about it. If you, if you disagree with me, hit me up in the DMs. No, fuck that. If you're one of the employees that fucking walked out. And you just by happenstance came across this podcast or know somebody that can get in touch with one. The fuck it. We'll have that'd be tight as fuck to have that person. I would love to do like a mini, a mini deep dive with them. Not like a whole episode, but I don't want, I didn't mean to get political. Sorry, dude, we could, I mean, let's just take this second to get political. Did you see the thing where old girl from L magazine was accusing Trump? Yeah. You know, I'll say this. I've been thinking about this a lot today mostly because it really bothered me that the president's response was um she's not my type oh yeah it's like homeboy she wasn't accusing you of wanting to date her right you don't say she's not my type if someone's saying you raped me not no shit that's not even like i would never rape somebody that's I would rape somebody, just not you because yeah, you're not no, my type. Yeah, yeah, so that bugged me. I also understand, though, that our president is just the kind of guy who says whatever is the first thing that comes to his head. So part of me is like, did he even know what he meant when he said that? Yeah, whatever. But, you know, it it gets to the point where you get 20, 21, 22 people with – credible corroboration for their stories accusing you 
when is the point where where you say, hey, man, maybe we need to look into this stuff. Maybe the leader of the free world should not be getting off scot-free on this bullshit. Yeah. And like, like we fucking canned Louis C.K. for jacking off in front of women without their consent. Rightfully so. We we also did uh, uh, Pee Wee Herman for just jerking it to a 30-foot porno in a theater. It's like, how many other people were in there beating their dick? Yeah. And y'all yeah, just singled it. him out because... He did a kid's thing. And like, I, the president was even, right when he said, I could shoot somebody in the middle of Fifth Avenue and nobody, but my supporters would not care. He was 100% right. It, at this point, it is willful ignorance. Absolutely. If you, if you are willing to, if you are willing to say that you agree with him denying stuff like that, it is willful, willful ignorance and Slide into these DMs if you want to fight about it. <laughs> I love how like every episode you're like calling people out to fight. I know because I know I'm like the you, you're really soft. I'm the you're soft. but I'm also like the really openly like liberally guy. Yeah, I get it. I'm 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 good with fighting on this stuff. <laughs> I mean, you look the, at the. Sleepy, are you mean proverbially fight or like fisticuffs? <laughs> fisticuffs. <laughs> um, you look on the sleepiest dad account. Any anyone where. Sierra gets me mumbling in my sleep. I always say, fight me on it. That's my, that's like, yeah. like the new, she posted a video of me the other night. <laughs> yeah. And I was fucking saying some weird garbage. And, uh, and, but in there somewhere I go, I go, fight me on it. <laughs> I, uh, I follow it, but I've actually, I've been so busy at work. I haven't been going to social media. I've been missing mad shit. Have you been fucking tweeting from our account? <laughs> no, I. God damn it, you know, Colin! That was I was on my mind today. It was on my mind today because and you said, I was fuck that. No, because Maranatha, we we uh, uh, confirmed that show with we're playing with Zayo. Yeah, fuck, Eight dude. Two. Zayo has had more drummers than anybody. Eight two. Zayo's had more members than anybody. Yeah, they really have. But you know what? You, if you stuck with that band, the last two three records have been the best shit they've ever done. Anyway, um, they're a different. It's a different vibe now, and it, it works. It's awesome. Um, but uh, we confirmed that show, so I was like doing a, my due diligence of tweeting shit and uh, and tweeting and Instagramming and all that social media shit. And I saw the the heckin' cool dad's account kept coming up. And I was like, man, I'm ignoring that one. Yeah, you are. So um, let's get us off this political shit. I actually, yeah, for real. I Sorry. thought up I thought up some new shit the other day that like I would like to do. I mean, I think you know that Florida's the craziest fucking state, right? Mm-hmm. And I always look at Florida things not just because people post them because like the craziest shit comes out of Florida. Um, but I have family there. It, my brother that I was just talking about the Shaka Zulu story. Um, he lives there, and we're going to visit him. Uh, next month. So it got, I got to thinking like, you know what? Florida gets the rap. Like they get the rap, but like crazy shit comes out of Ohio too. Mm-hmm. So then I started just, you know, just doing a little bit of research, like crazy stories from this, crazy stories from that. And I'm going to do, I'm going to do a little like game with you. I want to read you like kind of just a headline or maybe like one line. And I want you to guess was this Florida or Ohio? Okay. Okay. And I don't have many. I'm only going to do this one. Um, the the main uh, it was man suspected of having sex with a van, and it says Henson was taken into custody and put in the back of a squad car. And then he, they talked to the witness, and they saw him pull down his shorts 
and put his genitals on the front grill of a red van parked on the side of the road. Florida. Ohio. Wow. Not just Ohio, Dayton, Ohio. Wow. 40 minutes away, we got wow. we got van fuckers. Wow, van fuckers. Van fuckers. So, like, I think that that would be a fun one to fucking... Uh, you ever seen the SNL skit? The Mercury Mistress, the car you can have sex with. No. It's fucking Chris Parnell. The back, it's like a mer- old Mercury boat, and uh, he flips up the little thing, you know, the logo that to cover the keyhole for the... For the um, trunk yeah you know you flip up in the old 80s yeah you had that he's side swipe yeah so he flips up the thing and it's like fleshy and blurred Uh, out and then all of a sudden he's just like going at the back of the car my fucking favorite okay so do you know what (laughs) do you know what a fleshlight is yeah okay my favorite shit ever was when one like so the the fleshlight is like for those of you that don't know it looks like a flashlight but it's got a Pussy it's a, insert. It's a pocket pussy. As but it's they, not a pocket. You can't you can't fold that bitch down. As it's not the like colloquial tactical. term, it is a pocket yeah, pussy. It's a device in which you fuck as it's a man. It's a hand vagina. It is. And it looks like a flashlight and you... Except for one end. <laughs> it looks like a vest. Yeah, and then you bang this flashlight. Well, it's an insert in the flashlight. Like the, the handle flashlight thing is like one piece and then the other thing's an insert. And like when you bust in it, I think you have to take it out and wash it or something. Okay, so I remember there was this fucking story that floated around, and I don't know where it was. It was somewhere in Asia. It They're like, oh, my God, this rare mushroom washed up on shore, and then they had to put – they had to recall the story and put out a correction the next day. It was a fucking fleshlight insert, <laughs> and they thought it – they thought it was a rare mushroom they hadn't seen. Oh my god! And it that's was a fleshlight. All right, on to the next question, dude. Jesus I got Christ. I got one more story. So a lady turns in her estranged uh, husband's guns to the police, posts some domestic violence charges, but she ends up getting jailed for six days for theft. That is Ohio, Florida. No. Yes, you're fucking. You're zero for two. Damn it. You're zero for two, but I, I like that little segment, and I think that we can uh, go back to that segment. Um, so some days I like – some days I work out of my main office, and then like because we have teams you know, everywhere, some days I'll go to a different office and work with them. Like uh, you know, I'm part of a team that all sits in one location, and I sit in a different location, and that's my like software development team, right? Um so I go over there for all of our like refinement sessions and shit. And when I was walking out today, I saw this sign and it was like, and you might have these too. It said shred day. And all I could think about is like, you know, like shred day. And I couldn't stop thinking Only about shred. watching Michelangelo Batillo videos. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Yingve Momstein. Have you ever watched Michelangelo Batillo? Yeah. With the four? Oh, yeah. He shreds. Um, anyway. But no, it said shred day. And I was like, uh, that's funny. And I looked around and I was like, okay, it's only funny to me. Like, I realized I work in an environment where 99.9% would not look at that and think, fucking shred day. But me, I'm like, yeah, shred being day. The, being the lone metalhead is rough sometimes. It really is. Yesterday, uh, I walked down to spoonful records because spoonful records is a downtown uh record store 
uh, I don't, I don't know them very well. I've only been there a few times, but I know like the people who own it are super cool. And it's like a, it's a really cool little boutique record store. And, uh, well, they just moved from like 10 blocks away to one and a half blocks away from my office, which having a record store with a decent metal section and a decent punk hardcore section mm-hmm. and a decent rap section is a bad news to be that close to my office. And, uh, so I go down there because they just opened last weekend and I, uh, to their new, lo- their moved location and God damn it. And, um, and I, uh, walk out with the new Baroness record on vinyl just because they had the indie store limited edition version of the only, the, you can only get those colors in indie record stores. And I was like, yeah. shit, I didn't know that somebody had them here. So I got one and then, uh, it was sitting on my desk and, uh, one of my higher ups walks by and he's like, Oh, this is cool. And he's looking at the artwork and stuff like that. And he goes, Is that that headbanger shit? <laughs> I, yeah. You know, and it's just like, Well, I was like, kind, kind of ish a little bit, but like, you know, it's just like, yeah. that's always the first assumption is like, What is. crazy shit are you listening to in, in your headphones? I've, uh, I've explained this to people before. Are you one of those people that goes, I fucking hate, I hate labels? <laughs> no. Okay. I mean, yes, but no, not in that. I wouldn't like, no. Are you one of the people that takes metal and breaks I it? I love labels. Do you break it down to like obscene levels? Yeah. Me too. But I mean not with people who don't understand. If if somebody says, what kind of music do you play? And I know that they don't know shit about shit. I say, yeah. oh, I play heavy metal music. I, I do that too. But Everybody understands what that means. There was like lots of people. I remember that lots of people that like would always be like, oh, what metal core and new core and blah, blah, blah. Like, why is there so many fucking labels? And the other thing was stupid. I'm like, you ever walked in a supermarket and saw food and drink? I'm like, no, motherfucker. You've got juice and soda and pasteurized shit. Like, that's that's the importance of label. Like, nobody wants to walk in there and just pick up random fucking boxes of food till they find the one that tastes good. Yeah, I mean, you can get, like, super dorky and, like, be like, oh, no, that's not technical death metal. That's brutal technical death metal you know you could like with zeros you know you can (laughs) you can do the shit like that but at the same time it's just like it it is something that metal dorks go crazy about but uh and i like that you know i am totally like that oh i fucking love labels if if i'm talking to somebody who knows i'm talking about i will go hard on that stuff but um you know i've talked to my dad at length about this and he said you know it was it's no different than in the seventies, my dad's a jazz nerd and he's like, oh, we would argue if that, like for two hours, if that, uh, if that Miles Davis record was bebop or hard bop, you know, like it was all, you know, like, like it, he's like sub, sub genres within yeah. genres are, it's nothing new. I love it because when I want to hear something specific, I want to have a way to fucking search for that specific thing. And that's why I love those Spotify things where they just recommend shit. It's like, oh, people that like this also like this. And I dive down that sometimes and I look for the ones that I don't know and I fucking check them out. Um, but you, you mentioned something earlier and we've been we've been going to do this for a while. And you kind of segued us in unintentionally. You said that also has a, a decent rap. And like that's one thing that we don't we don't talk about enough on here is rap. And mm-hmm. we both I mean like yeah, I listen to metal and shit, but like I find myself listening to just a lot of rap and it's been it's been a really fucking good Dude, year for rap. Lyrical <clears throat> hard lyrical hip hop is oh, like yeah. back. Yeah. 
And I think, honestly, I think it was like, and I got, I got, honestly got no problem with the mumble rap and stuff like that. No, like, me I, it's we, fun. we talked about that. It's fun. I got no problem with it, but like, I do feel like we have seen a backlash against that. Yeah. With for sure. like lyrical rappers, like, like a, a, an actual cultural hunger for rap that's more interesting. Yeah. And, um, that's more focused on the rhymes and less on the beats. And, um, yeah, dude. Did you listen to the new Benny record? Oh, absolutely. Jesus I've been bumping Christ. the shit out of that. But uh, there's other records. And, like, as I was listening to the Benny record, I thought about some of the ones that we've never really talked about. And I sent you – what did I send? Did I send you Sue Surf? Yeah, I haven't listened to it yet. Okay, I've so never a chance. Sue Surf is a battle rapper. Like, he was big in, like, the URL. Do you watch any battle rap stuff? No, okay. I did get lost. I did get lost in a two-hour – uh, cipher uh, YouTube rabbit hole the other night at like two in the morning. <laughs> I fucking love that. No, that's actually how I found. So there, there was a, there's a guy or a group or, or something. It was smack and it was URL, which is like the oh God, I don't it, uh, underground rap league or something like that. The URL. Um, and they host all these battles and shit. And it's like, it's all the good people. Like go to fucking YouTube and type in URL like battle or something you like that. You know what I'm doing when I get home. Dude, you will lose yourself. Look at like uh I'll I'll send you some good ones is what I'll do. Anyway, Sue Surf is on the battle circuit and he's fucking awesome. But a lot of those battle rappers, I don't like when they when they make albums, I'm just kinda like, eh. Not not really feeling it. Sue Surf is like the exception. Sweet. He kinda has a voice that's reminiscent of like and this is two totally different people. He kind of has a voice that reminds me of Meek Mill. Mm. Or even like, you remember Jaquan? Everybody in this bitch getting tipsy. Like that mm-hmm. dude. It had that like a little bit of a squeak to it, but he's dope as fuck. Um, that Sue Surf record fucking slams. Yeah, I'll bang it. And I listened to it a whole bunch, but Dave texted me like a couple days ago and, and said he was listening to like Killing Time, I think, off of it. And uh, I was like, oh, yeah, so it's been this resurgent. I've just been going back through, like, the catalog of good records that came out this year, and I think that came out, like, January. Uh, another good one. Did you ever fuck with Jim Jones? You know, it, it was never really squarely on my radar. Yeah. Well, he's another New York guy, and, it, you know, if you like the Griselda shit and, like, Benny and, and all those, you'll probably like the new Jim Jones. No, I always liked it when I heard it, but, but I never, new like— one is, like— I mean, it's upper echelon. It's it's up there. It's one of his best records he ever put out. I think it's called, I uh, maybe like El Chapo or El Capo or some some shit. I, mm. I can't remember. It came out last month or the month before. Um, but that record fucking slams. Uh, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say. I, I was actually you go chime in. What is it? No, it's not a record. Or I mean, it's not out yet. What is it? West Side Gun announced today. Oh, yeah. He announced today that next Friday, July 5th, Fly God is an Awesome God is finally coming out. Yeah. It's all that Griselda shit is coming back to back. And I was looking at, like, he posted the back, like, the track list and, like, the credits. And there was, like, some good features. And there was, like, The Alchemist and DJ Muggs. I mean, it was just like, Jesus Christ, man. I don't know why you said Alchemist. And it reminded me. It, it This is so left field. It reminded me of the Anarchist Cookbook. <laughs> What? Did you ever read that? No. I I didn't really read it either. No, I mean, I know of it, but no, yeah. it was never. There was always like this like thing where it was like, oh, if you read that, you'll be on the FBI's watch list. Yeah, and, it was and, like. Yeah, it was like urban I flirted, I flirted with anarchism. 
I, I, in, in what regards? Elaborate. Um, it was actually very serious. Like, did I, you it, throw it, a Molotov cocktail? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I'm saying like I did. Phil, <laughs> go on. We'll, we'll compare stories and see how no, extreme no, no, you no, got. no. I there's no extremity here. I I, I flirted with anarchism as a philosophy uh, mm. like, like anarchism marxism and i was a christian at the time yeah and uh i read this there was it was a fantastic book um called anarchy and christianity and it was a theologian who made it who who made an argument for how those things work together and didn't totally sell me but it was one of the first books i read that made me realize it was okay to be a christian and be a liberal but um <laughs> but no, I, that, I, I didn't mean to get into it. I just, I, I did actually, I literally flirted with anarchism as a political philosophy and I so never be that now. I never bought or rented or checked out or any of that bullshit, the anarchist cookbook, but I would like find excerpts online and just read it. And I remember there was like, you would be the guy to make a dude, of cocktail. Absolutely. I read this one and I don't, I don't remember what it was. It had something to do with like a, uh, you like cut a tennis ball and put, a bunch of match heads or match sticks in there <laughs> and something. And then when you throw it, they ignite and turn it into like a fucking fireball out of straight out of Mario. And like, that's tight. But, um, no, one day you just want to be like, yeah, no, one day I, I actually did make a Molotov cocktail and I fucking set that bitch off in my backyard. I took a, like a 22 ounce Smirnoff ice bottle and dude, I know it's so bad. And I the think big I, guys. Yeah, it was a twenty-two. <laughs> and I put some like gas in it and shit. And I was so paranoid that it was gonna blow up before I threw it. I mean, I was like terrified. So I only you're supposed to like soak the whatever you put <laughs> the in. Rag or yeah, the rag is supposed to soak it so it really burns. But I was like, well, if I soak it and then I put it in there, it's gonna burn down in there and fucking blow up in my hand. And so I only soaked the tip. And I threw it. Just the tip. Just the tip. I threw that bitch into my alley and it was like, and it fucking exploded and there was, you know, gas and it was burning. And I was like, I fucking, dude, my heart sank and I panicked and I was like, and dude, I was like 17 or 16. Maybe I was, I was a teenager for sure. And I panicked so hard, and then I just (laughs) ran off. I don't know how it went out. I'm sure it burned out real quick. I'm sure it did, but. Dude, that was it was terrifying. That's hilarious. Did, did you, man, dude? I'm I'm fucking. No, showing, I didn't do crazy shit. Like I'm showing that. my true colors. You didn't ever play with fire. No, I mean, played with fire enough, but like I, I never did anything bad like that. So when I was, uh, when I was even what time, are we at? By the way, we're at an hour and thirty seven. Oh. We gotta we gotta probably wrap it up in the next like ten. Um, when I was a kid even younger than that i was probably like i don't know 13 i fucking was playing with a lighter and i was like i'm gonna light this cotton ball on fire and that motherfucker was like oh yeah i mean (laughs) i was like what the fuck was that it was almost like a piece of flash paper i don't know if you ever fucked with uh magic (laughs) <laughs> like actual magic tricks but flash papers are real thing. i know what that is okay but it was i don't know if you ever <laughs> yeah. fuck with magic dude i had mad like magic trick oh kids. my god anyway so like i lit this cotton ball it was like <laughs> and before i even dropped it it like burnt up and disappeared in my hand and i was like i gotta buy a bag of cotton balls because i could do that all day 
<laughs> and so I was – I go to the store and I buy a bag of cotton balls and I light the first one and it it didn't – it didn't like disappear the way the first one did. And I was like, holy shit, are there like different cotton balls? So these cotton balls have something in them because they weren't burning the same way. But I was still lighting them and throwing them in a Band-Aid container and Band-Aid containers used to be metal. Yeah. So I'm throwing it in there. And me and me and my friend, we're, again, we're like – I don't know. We got to be young. We are just lighting them and like, whoa, we'd like make this little fireball and then it'd kind of burn out and we'd throw it in the tin. Well, his mom was like, what are you guys doing up there? And we panicked. We shut the lid and we hid it behind the toilet. And for like 30 minutes, she was like, oh my God, I smell smoke. Oh God, <laughs> something's on fire. And she, she had, they had those, uh, uh, <coughs> Like the crawl space into the attic. It wasn't like a walk-up attic, but it was like a crawl space. She thought something electrical was happening in there. So she had a stick or a broom or something, and she's like poking that, and she's like trying to get in the attic and freaking out. And 30 minutes, they're like, oh, God, they're touching the walls to see if they're hot. And I keep looking at them like, dude, we gotta, we might have to own this. We might have to like put a fucking end to this madness. And finally, I was like <clears> – <throat> um, we were setting cotton balls on fire, and there's a Band-Aid container behind the toilet. <laughs> and then it was and there's like, burning cotton balls yeah, in it. <laughs> cotton balls, they're on fire. Like, just go get it. And then, <laughs> dude, she came down and talked to my mom, and my mom was like, she was livid. But but I knew it was going to happen, so we told her, and then I bolted out of the door. And I was like, okay, mom. So before she comes down here, because I know she's coming down here. Just wanted to tell you, and I, I totally prepped my mom, so like it wasn't a shock to her when she came. But she came down and told on me and shit. Um, it didn't stop me. I kept playing with fire, and I caught a fucking trash can on fire. What the hell? Yeah, you did. Uh, it fucking sucked. You know those big ass, big dumpsters like in the back in like alleys. Did you grow up where there were like alleys? No, but okay. Well, we had they. They were big fucking like. No, I mean like I. When I moved here, I lived in Victorian oh, okay. Village. Yeah, yeah. Had those big fuckers. Yeah, so I was just like lighting things and like just throwing them down. Like I'd let, like it was a leaf, a fucking leaf. I was like letting it burn and I'd throw it down. So I throw it down. I don't know what the fuck happened. I got four houses away. I'm walking into my backyard and then the guy doing yard work next to me goes, Hey, Jeff. Will you uh, tell your mom to call the fire department? Um, There's a fire down there. And I go, dude, again, my fucking heart sank. Because in my mind, I go, I did that. There's no way that wasn't me. I just walked by there. I was playing with fire. But the saving grace was when the fire department comes, they put it out the whole nine. And that motherfucker was raging. (laughs) Like it was – it got so big it was touching telephone lines. Like the wires. It was melting the – uh, the plastic of the wire. Um, and it really might not have been me. It's just in my heart of hearts, I felt it was me. But he actually, he was like, yeah, there was some little blonde kid literally looking in the trash can and doing stuff before it happened. So that kid might have actually done it. But in my heart, I felt guilt because I'm like, oh, man, that was. Did you own up to it? No. Hell yeah. This is me coming out and owning up to it right fucking now. Nice. And that happened. I, I was probably, again, early teens. I don't know if you saw my uh, Instagram the other day where I was burning shit in my backyard. Nope. Oh. Anyway, I made a giant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you had the fucking, they were, you, you got to create that little teepee of wood. Yeah, there was like, somebody in my neighborhood last year was like, free wood. <laughs> 
and it like it's on the count on the corner. So I went and grabbed it, and it was like rotted out ass, like small rate railroad tie looking shit. So it's just yeah. been sitting there, and we were like, but it's my dry best friend enough. And I, my best friend and I were just fucking around. We we're like, hey, let's burn this shit. He had diesel because can't diesel's awesome because it burns super slow. Yeah, and so we just set up this like giant teepee thing and just like cover this thing and light this thing up and slowly gets huge and it's just like that's i mean that's why i posted a slow-mo video of it because it was just fucking so fucking evil yeah it was and um anyway my fire pit is like a makeshift fire pit that i made out of bricks that i also sourced somebody giving away in my neighborhood that used to be a walkway and they're like these like one inch thick bricks and i have there's probably seven or eight rows of them but it's not like mortared or anything like that i just have them you know stacked staggered and um this fire it like it finally falls over and it's like leaning on one side and these are their porous bricks and it had been raining for a week and uh dude it got that fire was hot and just we were just sitting there and it was just like there's there's literally a third of my fire pit where there's just like just just it's it's like it looks like a bomb went off like there's just like pieces of brick all over the oh, place wow it's crazy it's crazy <clears throat> um yeah so there my neighbor like across the street i say my neighbor loosely right they're like you know we have a community and they just plopped this community in the middle of country so the people around our community are still mad country like they moved out there probably because they want the fucking freedom to do whatever the fuck they want on their land well the guy right across the street He's like I, – I don't know how to describe it. Like he's like your typical like country. The house is a little bit shitty. You got a, a couple big old barns. He brings this tractor out and cuts all the grass when it gets to like fucking three foot. Well, he will get fires going that are so fucking big that you can see the smoke from like miles away. Crazy shit. The last one he did, the fucking uh, fire department showed up. Crazy. And was like, look, I know you're on your land. I mean, I don't know. I'm speculating what they said, but he's on his land and he's pretty far in. I'd say he's a good quarter mile or probably half a mile into his property. And you can clearly see they're burning huge things. And the fire department, multiple trucks pull up. They end up putting it out. And I'm just like, man, that sucks. You know, like that dude moved out here because yeah. he wants to rage and do whatever the fuck yeah, he wants yeah, on yeah. his land. And here the fire department is coming in, capping his YOLO. I, uh, when I was in high school, my youth group, I went to a mega church, you know, like a big church with tons of money and, oh, yeah, and all that. And our youth group was big, and, um, our pastor was a funny guy, and everything was always really, everything was, um, in excess. And, uh, our youth group had a mixer thing and it was a, where more, normal youth groups would have a bonfire. They said that we were going to have a bon inferno and we had flyers for it. They said it was going to be a bon inferno. And turns out it was that the, somebody at our church owned a quarry. So it was in a quarry. So there's wow. no vegetation. Yeah. And there's just piles of rocks on all, all sides. They hit up the fire departments for all of like the townships, like right around there. So like everybody was aware. They, I think they had fire department guys there and I'm not kidding you, dude. This fire was probably 40 feet deep by 100 feet wide. It was outrageous. It was outrageous. 
Bon Inferno. Bon. Um, we are at one hour and forty six minutes, give or take. I'm feeling the yawns coming. <laughs> no, it's, I'm, I'm going to be up forever. It's just that. It, we're at this point, like no matter how hard we try, we can't keep these bitches to an hour. I, I we mean, just don't. We would have to do two a week. I mean, I listen to Pete Holmes podcast, and it's our fucking three and a half well, hours long. Somebody told me that this format is called long format, but it's like we're not cool enough for long. Man, you format. get really you, you get really into the podcasting community. No, I dig it. When I say somebody, I mean somebody literally sent me a message. <laughs> like, I, I know that you don't you don't really. Fucking check the social media, Colin. You're in charge of the goddamn Twitter. But, like, I do check in on the social media, and, like, people will talk to me about it. And they that said, was like, aggressive. No, that was full on aggressive. Okay. It was just, aggressive, it was disguised. Aggressive. Yeah, it was disguised That's as passive aggressive. Aggressive, aggressive. <laughs> um, but, like, no, they told me it was called long format. So I was like, ah, oh, tight. We're not cool. really tight enough to be long format because, like, you got to really, you got to really captivate these fools. So you got to tell some true, true crime stories or some shit like that. Just kidding. I saw a, I saw a funny uh, a funny meme about that today. It was like one little image was them listening to and it said like crime podcast it, it, on the radio. Oh, I did you saw, see that? Yeah, and it's like they're learning all the way dismembering the body and blah blah blah. And then they pull up next to somebody else and somebody's looking at them from the car. And I'm like, that really is how it is. That's crazy shit. Um, so no, just quick plugs. That's all I'm gonna do. Um, let's see, what is it today? We we might have a guest next week. I don't want to say the name just because this motherfucker hasn't got back to me yet, but we will have a guest. I got somebody to fill the slot if not. I know who that other person is. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> He's going to be on regardless, but if we can bump him yeah, up, yeah, 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 yeah. that'd be um, tight. So pl- plug the show. You got a show coming up, right? Or is this, wait. You plug yours first. You got a show coming up first. The 20, yours is before the, after the 29th? Mine's the first. Oh, fucking A. So I have a show coming up the 29th. It's our first show with our new vocalist, and it's at Donato's Basement in Columbus, Ohio. Which is way better than it used to be. I don't... They remodeled it. Did they? Downstairs. Do they mic anything yet? No. Okay, good, because I don't like shows that mic things. Honestly. I do, but not in places like that. Nah, just give me... Let me play on the floor, let me crank up, and just give the guy with the vocals, give him a mic, and just... that. Those are like my favorite shows. Those always have been my... I love playing like VFW halls and shit like that. Um, so then, yeah, come out, Columbus, Ohio. Where's your show? And then Maranatha's playing with Conan, heaviest one of the heaviest bands of all time. Um, and we're playing with that Ace of Cups on Monday, the first. Arnold Schwarzenegger will also, not be in the building. Also with a band called Witch Kiss, which is just riffy stoner metal. Uh, so. We're playing with From Another Planet, which is tight because their initials are FAP. And. <laughs> I love when I see fap. I thought you were like, and I love to fap. No, man. Um, but uh, one more plug. What do you got? This Friday, man. Freddie Gibbs and Mad Libs records coming out. Oh, shit. Their second one. You know, I actually had queued up for us to talk because I know we've been trying to talk more rap shit. And I don't I don't want to get us into this now because we're at an hour and 50 something. I just, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. But next podcast i'm saying it on here to hold us accountable next podcast i don't want to talk about i don't want to argue about the best lyrics or bars of all time but bring some of your just favorite Mm -hmm. you know and and like i'm not even going to say that my favorite are the best they're just things that somehow resonate with me that i when i hear that i'm like dude i like that shit every fucking time Mm -hmm. i like that shit 
Um, spoiler, one of them is a Drake line. I fuck, good, with, I fuck with Drake. I've got some mainstream ones, too. Tight. Uh, but yeah, that Freddie Gibbs record, I think, is going to be the rap record of the year. Dude, and there's there's so much. There's a lot of good. There's really a lot. One of One song's shit. got one song. He posted the track list though, man. One song's got Push and Killer Mike, and another song's got fucking Most Deaf and Black Thought in it. So Jesus. my favorite record on that new Benny album is 18 Wheeler with Push. Dude, my friend described it. He said he said Push walks in like he's wearing the championship. Okay. Belt. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to say this one thing. One line. Your voice keeps cracking, it man. Does. Dude, I've been doing vocals. I've been doing vocals all day. We Mine would have been like that last night. We have a show. Mine was like that last night. We're in my practice phase yep. where you walked in at the end of my he practice. Was still, he was still fucking jamming. I was still playing guitar. Yep. Um, no, one of the one of the, the lyrics that I had queued up is fucking from the push 18-wheeler. And I'm, I only want to say this now because I want to take it off my like master list, right? Uh, only because it's too new. I feel like I'm not allowed to have this on my list. But it's what he says, um, with an 80-20 split like Master P, why would I 50-50, you ain't half of me? And I'm like, I fucking, I fuck with that. I love that lyric. Yeah. That's one of my favorite lyrics from that, that record. So I'm going to take that one off. But next time we get together, let's talk about like our top like three or five favorite bars. Yeah, I got And it. it could be from, from any time. Right? You ready for that? Uh, I've been ready. All right. Fuck. What are we on? 12? Is this episode 12? Episode 12. All right. Episode 12. Heckin' Cool Dads for now. Give us some new names. We got to fucking get rid of the dad connotation, as Dave called it, the Danny Tanner. We got the Danny Tanner name. So we got to get rid of that. Let's call it Fuck Danny Tanner. Fuck Danny Tanner. Just kidding. Heckin' Cool Dads, episode 12. Peace. See you.